Hello there. Welcome to the Africa Rights Talk Podcast, a center for human rights podcast series exploring a range of human rights issues through conversations with academics, practitioners, and activists. I am your host, Victoria Amici. Let's dive in. and welcome to the Africa Rights Talk podcast brought to you by the Center for Human Rights at the University of Pretoria. I am Crispin Bosire, a master's student at the Center for Human Rights, and I am your host today. In this podcast series, we'll be looking at the topic of digital rights in Ethiopia and specifically looking at internet shutdowns, which has been making headlines. Joining me today for this discussion is Hinok Ashagre, a human rights researcher at the Center for Human Rights. To kick things off, Hinok, could you please introduce yourself? Thank you so much, Chris, for having me. Uh, I really appreciate the introduction. Uh, as you mentioned, my name is Hinok Ashagre. Uh, I serve as a tutor for the Human Rights and Democratization in Africa program at the Center for Human Rights and I work as a project officer with the Expression, Information, and Digital Rights Unit of the Center. Additionally, I'm pursuing my PhD. Thank you, Henok. So as we look at the topic of internet shutdowns and specifically focus on Ethiopia, could you please provide a general overview of the state of internet freedom in Ethiopia and shed light on how common internet shutdowns are in the country? Thank you once again, Chris, for having me and for uh, selecting a topic of critical importance uh, in my country, uh, Ethiopia, which has uh, gained notoriety for its frequent internet shutdown measure. As you rightly pointed out in your opening remarks, uh, the recurring headline about Ethiopia and uh, internet shutdowns make it seem like they are uh, inseparable. Uh, this uh, concerning trend of uh, shutting down the internet or killing the switch is not something that can be seen uh, separately from uh, the general human rights situation uh, in the country. Very often, uh, internet shutdowns are implemented uh, in the context of uh, massive human rights violation in the country, like uh, during war, conflict, and protests. Uh, as you, you may be aware, uh, Ethiopia is marred by human rights violation, including uh, in the context of uh, the recent two years armed conflict in northern part of Ethiopia, which affected uh, Tigray, Amhara, and Afar regions. Again, in the context of uh, the ongoing fighting between the OLA and the National Armed Forces in Oromia region and uh, ethnically motivated human rights violation uh, in different parts of the country, particularly in the western part of uh, Oromia region. Uh, in addition, we are now in a new uh, round of armed conflict, this time uh, in the Amhara region of uh, uh, Ethiopia, between the Amhara militia named FANO and the federal government. Uh, this uh, conflict, like the two-year war in Tigray, Amhara, and Afar region, is uh, marred by massacre in the form of uh, execution and 
uh, indiscriminate bombing and shelling of civilians. The reason I'm talking or delving into uh, the general human rights situation in the country is that more often than not, uh, the government decision to uh, impose internet shutdowns stem from uh, its intention to uh, suppress the dissemination of information about uh, human rights violations, particularly those committed by uh, government forces. This also uh, actually extends to the uh, alarming humanitarian situation unfolding in conflict region areas, encompassing issues like hunger and uh, malnutrition. Uh, so this means that internet shutdowns are uh, primarily deployed to uh, block information from conflict-ridden areas aiming to uh, sidestep accountability. So when I say this, uh, I'm not uh, suggesting that the internet is solely blocked in connection to human rights violation resulted from violence. Instead, I'm attempting to contextualize the issue of internet shutdown within the broader human rights situation in the country. Uh, although uh, there are instances where the internet is blocked for instance, during peaceful times, such as uh, national exams to uh, allegedly prevent cheating, uh, the uh, majority of recorded cases are uh, associated with protests, violence, and uh, armed conflicts. So uh, any attempt to address the issue of internet shutdown, I believe, uh, should start with recognizing this uh, general context. Before Wrapping up my response to this specific question, I want to uh, underscore uh, the widespread occurrence of internet shutdown in the country, citing figures from report of human rights uh, organization. For instance, according to data from civil society organization working on digital rights, including uh, Access Now. Right now, Ethiopia is the major perpetrator of shutdown in sub-Saharan Africa. The figure as we received from Access Now, or as it was released by Access Now, indicate that since 2016, there have been uh, documented cases of at least 26 shutdown incidents uh, in response to uh, conflicts, communal violence, and political turmoil. Uh, in just 2023 alone, the internet uh, in Ethiopia has already faced uh, shutdowns at least three times. By the way, uh, it is important to note that these figures only uh, represent uh, confirmed shutdowns and uh, the actual number of incidents is even higher. I know that for Ethiopians or those residing in Ethiopia, this count is far lower than the uh, actual occurrence experienced, but still remains the highest uh, on the continent. Thank you very much, Enoch, for highlighting the state of internet connectivity and shutdowns in Ethiopia and the role it plays in conflict regions. So if we could please move on and could you provide us details of the recent state of emergency and the internet shutdown measures implemented by Ethiopia in the Amhara region specifically as of August 2023. Thank you, Chris. The ongoing internet restriction or shutdown in Amhara region of Ethiopia is a part of the regime attempt to contain allegation of grave human rights violation in the region from coming out to the uh, international community. 
The government has put the region under state of emergency since August 4, as you have already said. And as I said before, the declaration of state of emergency has uh, come after an armed confrontation broke out between the uh, Ethiopian National Defense Force and the Amhara Armed Militia known as FANO. The state of emergency degree grants the government uh, sweeping power to arrest suspects without a court warrant, uh, impose uh, curfews, prevent freedom of movement, and ban public assemblies, association, and protests. The government communication service also made it clear that uh, it may take measure when it finds uh, uh, necessarily to close or uh, limit the movement of media outlets that deemed to work as the communication service uh, made it clear, contrary to the emergency order. So the internet shutdown or restriction is part of the broader attempt of the government to block the flow of information and restrict the right to freedom of expression. In this regard, it is important to note that since the imposition of the emergency decree, aside from shutting down the internet, several measures that curtail freedom of expression and uh, information are being taken by the government, including uh, arrest of online journalists, activists, uh, and human rights defenders, just for uh, exercising their freedom of expression, including in the digital sphere. Uh, alarmed by these shutdowns or these situations, various civil society organizations have uh, denounced the shutdown, which is still in place, and called for a peaceful resolution to ongoing uh, armed conflict in the Amhara region. For instance, uh, the Keep It On Collision, a global network of uh, over 300 human rights organizations working to end internet shutdown on uh, 12 September 2023 calls on the government of Ethiopia to act in line with its international human rights obligation and uh, reinstate access to social media platform throughout the country and uh, restore uh, internet access in the Amhara region. Uh, likewise, uh, local NGO and uh, the Ethiopian Human Rights Commission have also called for an end to uh, the internet shutdown, echoing similar concerns. Thank you for the elaborate feedback on the situation in the Amhara region, Henok. As we now zone in on other regions, could you please explain to us the situation in the Tigray region and has internet access been restored or what is the current status? Thank you, Crispy. Uh, as I mentioned in my response to the first question, during the two-year-long bloody civil war in northern Ethiopia, the internet was uh, shut down, particularly affecting the Afar, Amhara, and Tigray regions. In the Tigray region, not only the internet, but also other communication services were completely halted or shut down. And according to reports, this communication blackout in Tigray region was uh, the longest shutdown ever, lasting for over two years. However, following the agreement between the federal government and the TPLF to uh, halt the fighting, uh, there has been uh, a gradual restoration of uh, phone and internet services. Some areas may still experience internet disruption due to, for instance, infrastructural damage. However, overall, communication services have been reinstated in the majority of the Tigray region based on the information available to me right now. 
Okay, thank you, Hinok. Now, we also would like to zone in on how these internet shutdown measures have impacted the people living in the affected regions. If possible, could you please share any case stories to illustrate the impact, especially on the people? No question, Chris. Uh, the shutdown is seriously uh, affecting the rights and well-being of individual and the community in many ways. The uh, communication blackout uh, imposed by the Ethiopian government in the different part of uh, the country, including in uh, in the context of the ongoing restriction in the Amhara region, is affecting human lives in the uh, affected areas, including impending access to information, online communication, and humanitarian aid. Likewise, the two-year-long disruption of internet in the Tigray region and in several parts of the Afa and Amhara region has also obstructed the flow of information during the conflict, preventing the media, the media, including international media, from reporting on human rights violations that human rights group later described as mass atrocity crimes. The shutdowns uh, have also impeded the documentation of right abuses and the distribution of humanitarian aid. In the context of, for instance, in the context of the ongoing uh, shutdown in the Amhara region, uh, in an article published on Access Now website on November 22, uh, which is a few days ago, uh, it was uh, noted that the prolonged shutdown prevents people from accessing uh, life-saving information and staying connected with each other amid the ongoing conflict and human rights violation. Uh, it was also emphasized how cutting of internet connectivity compounds the woes of people caught up in the uh, conflict in the conflict in the region, as well as allowing human rights abuse to be uh, covered up. The article also uh, illustrates that the devastating impact of internet shutdowns uh, spares uh, no one using the story of 11 individuals who experienced the effect of uh, the shutdown. For instance, a recent graduate uh, currently on the job hunt uh, expressed his frustration, saying that while his friend in other parts of Ethiopia are attending job interview, he can't even apply online due to the shutdown. Again, another individual residing outside the country shared the emotional toll of uh, being disconnected from family members in the affected areas for uh, an extended uh, period now for almost more than six months. Again, another person affected by the internet shutdown revealed that he had to uh, relocate to Addis Ababa because his job required internet access, adding uh, an extra financial burden to just maintain uh, his employment. So these accounts highlight the profound and widespread impact of the shutdown, affecting not just individuals, but also the country in various ways. By the way, uh, these uh, shutdowns also affect businesses and uh, the economy of uh, the state. For instance, a report by Top 10 uh, VPN, a London-based VPN review firm, revealed that Ethiopia business uh, suffered a loss of $145.8 million in 2022 due to internet blackout. 
according to the same organization, the previous years also witnessed significant losses with $100 million in 2020 and $164.5 million in 2021. These have serious repercussions, including uh, reduced foreign investor confidence and uh, a decline in uh, local tech-driven growth. This further makes the situation unfavorable for Ethiopia. So internet shutdowns not only rob Ethiopians of their freedom of expression and access to information, but they also impact our livelihood and the nation's economy. Thank you so much, Enoch, for providing the statistics and the case examples which bring into reality the impact of the internet shutdowns on the economic activities and even the livelihoods of the people. Now, if we could just look into the legal frameworks, could you please explain to us the insights into the legal frameworks safeguarding rights in Ethiopia that can be referenced especially to contest government action such as internet shutdown. Thank you, Chris. Uh, as a matter of principle, I don't think that the issue is more with inadequacy of legislation, but instead I think the problem arises from a lack of political will to give effect to the already existing legal framework that can be raised or exploited to request the government to ensure people's digital rights or particularly the right to access the internet. As we all know, internet shutdowns affect almost all spectrum of human rights, from socioeconomic rights to civil and political rights. This means giving effect to each and every right require, at some level, the internet to keep on. This is also clear from our established notion when it comes to digital rights, that uh, the right which people traditionally enjoy offline must be protected online. This notion has been firmly uh, entrenched in both uh, national and international law that are applicable in Ethiopia. For instance, uh, the right to freedom of expression and access to information as protected under Article 29 of the Ethiopian Constitution, Article 9 of the African Charter, to which Ethiopia is a party, Article 90 of the ICCPR, to which Ethiopia is a party, require that the government of Ethiopia or require the Ethiopian state to ensure that there is no arbitrary shutdown of the internet. In this regard, uh, I would like to mention the African Declaration on Freedom of Expression and Access to Information in Africa, which affirmed that the same right that people have online should be protected online. And in accordance with uh, international human human rights law and standard, particularly the declaration uh, pursuant to principle five makes it clear that the exercise of the right to freedom of expression and uh, access to information shall be protected from interferences both online and offline. So signatory state of the African charter, including Ethiopia, shall interpret and implement the protection of these rights according to what is stated under the declaration. 
Likewise, if we see principle 37 of the same declaration, it urged member states of the African Charter, including Ethiopia, to facilitate the right to freedom of expression and access to information online and the means necessary to exercise this right. So the Ethiopia government is uh, expected to make sure that the internet is or the internet access is available for all people, regardless of where they live and who they are. If there is a need to uh, restrict the internet, the government should follow the well-established principle that must be uh, complied to legitimately restrict rights. In this regard, first and foremost, we need to mention the fact that the government must ensure there is a legal basis for restricting digital rights, including through shutting down the internet. Again, decision to limit internet should be grounded in uh, legitimate reasons as provided under relevant law, rather than arbitrary motive like suppressing political dissent. In addition, measure taken should be proportionate to the threat so that it is possible to avoid excessive or severe actions. For instance, shutting down the entire internet for a localized incident may be deemed disproportionate. It is also crucial to choose the least intrusive option in a particular context. Here, for instance, you should avoid blanket internet shutdown when uh, achieving the objective through less intrusive means is possible, like blocking a specific website. In addition to this, there are other principles that should be taken into account before taking a measure that limit rights, including digital rights. When it comes to Ethiopia, unfortunately, the government is swift to shut down the internet whenever incidents occur. And in most cases, uh, the legal basis for this action is unclear and factors like necessity and proportionality are often overlooked or ignored. And surprisingly, the government appears unfazed by this lack of consideration, revealing puzzling stance on internet access in this digital age. Uh, in this regard, I would like to uh, mention what Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed said so the Prime Minister asserted that the government is willing to permanently close the internet, not just for a week, if it's deemed necessary to save lives and prevent property damage, adding that the internet is neither water nor air. Similar unreasonable statements have been made by the Prime Minister and other government officials about the uh, internet in Ethiopia. So this highlights a significant issue in how the Ethiopian government perceive the internet. As the way forward, I would like to call intergovernmental and non-governmental organization to urge the Ethiopian government to break free from this chain of internet shutdown and for a future where our rights as a people are upheld and the digital landscape become a beacon of hope for peoples of Ethiopia. It is also important for the Ethiopian government to recognize that internet freedom is indeed as essential as air and water for journalists in this digital age. It is also a means of justice for victims whose suffering is concealed by shutdown.
it is also a source of livelihood for those dependent on the internet and an enabler of education and job for uh, individuals seeking for a scholarship and job opportunities abroad. And the list continues. Thank you. Thank you very much, Hinok, for highlighting the state of digital rights in Ethiopia and especially on internet shutdowns. And as we come to a close of this Africa Human Rights Talk podcast, if you could please give us your closing remark and just sum up the conversation top to bottom. Thank you, Henok. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris, for having me. It was an honor to appear on the podcast and discuss internet shutdown in the context of Ethiopia. I would like to reiterate the fact that Ethiopian government is expected to uh, ensure free access to the internet and to ensure unlimited uh, access to the internet for all people, regardless of where they live, regardless of who they are. This is my final word. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to the Africa Rights Talk podcast hosted by the Center for Human Rights. Studio today, our guest was Hinok Ashagre, a researcher at the Center for Human Rights. Till next time, adios. You have just listened to the Africa Rights Talk podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channels, social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for listening.